I think the greatest mistake in dating is that you, when you date, you pretend to be that person you think the other person wants you to be, instead of being yourself. Well, hello and welcome to Tantra Made Easy. We're here having tea and Tantra. And I am together with Eleanor Rutman, who I know very well. She's just been assisting my teacher training. And uh, she is a specialist in a topic that is very interesting to a lot of people right now, which is uh, online dating and also live dating, right? She's running the Sensual Speed Dating. She's the CEO of this company, and she's run more than 190 events. Wow. Mm. So she really is an expert on dating and Tantra combined. I think this is really fantastic. And today, especially because of lockdown, we're going to be talking about how we can really have meaningful experiences with online dating, how we can um, avoid pitfalls and uh, having a bit of a disaster with it and how we can use it for its best, right? So, welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for mm-hmm. being here. So, before we launch into sharing for other people, I would like to just ask you your own personal story um, with dating, with with online dating and, and um, you know, did you have a period in your life when you were using it and uh, how was that? Mm, totally. When I was in my 30s to 40, I was single for a long time. I had a lot of little affairs in between, but and then at this time I was really dating. And somehow I was also a little bit, you know, I, I just really wanted a partner. I really felt like I want to have a deep experience with a partner. So I went to Tinder. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> I tried different things. I tried Tinder. I tried Parship. I don't know if you have it in England, Parship as well. Um, yeah, yeah so it's sure. like a, it's an online dating platform where you you write a lot about your own psychology and then it gives mm. like a match. You have 97% with somebody else and it asks you many, many, many questions mm-hmm. before that. So there I got to know a person and, and we wrote a man and actually I felt like, wow, it's so beautiful how he writes and it was so inspiring for me and I started to imagine how he is. Uh And then after about three weeks of writing back and forth, we met in a cafe and I was so disappointed. Oh no, why? I think I just fell in love with the image of him and I, Mm. I, at that point, I I wasn't able to really see him Mm -hmm. as he is. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. it was just like my image was not there. You mean physically or deeper as well, psychologically or all? Yeah, I didn't feel attracted to him, to be Mm -hmm. honest. That's the thing. In my my imaginary, I was really attracted to that man. And then I saw him and perhaps it was the smell. It was the, I don't know. Yeah, right. The physical thing. And did you see photos of him beforehand? Yeah, I've seen pictures of him, but pictures can tell so many stories. I mean, if I look at my own pictures, Mm -hmm. I look different on every single picture. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. So basically, you saw pictures, you 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 were matched, you wrote, but then you you created something that wasn't really real, and it was disappointing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then another thing happened later, where we met on Tinder, and then I found out that his pictures were just not the. Yeah, they. He was ten years older. Oh. 
And you know, I was at that <sighs> time. I was I was one day at home from work, and I was writing to him the whole day long. We were chatting, you know. Yeah. And I fell in love with this guy. Uh. I th I thought it's so funny how he is, how he writes, and then he was just ten years older, and I felt like also a little bit betrayed. Yeah. I mean, it's not so honest. Yeah, yeah. Because it might not matter if they're honest in the first place, right? Because then you you know what you're expecting, but to show something else. You're always going to feel lied to, betrayed, upset, disappointed. It's yeah. sort of backfires. Yeah, right? somehow also like, how, <laughs> what do you think? How silly I am. Mm. Don't you think I found out? Mm -hmm. But then it happens to us as well. Sometimes we have old pictures on and we don't even notice. Yeah. I mean, just to, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, and of course we put our best pictures. Yeah, we want to we want to shine. <laughs> but then we went together to a Lindy Hop course. That was beautiful, mm -hmm. and we were good friends. Right. So, so you got something out of it. Yeah, I got something out of that. So, tell us how all of this evolved. Like, so then you started sensual speed dating. Tell us a little bit what that is. What does that look like? Is that specifically for people who are into tantra, or were you attracting a, a wider audience? It's a wider audience, actually. Mm -hmm. It's it's perhaps people who have never heard of Tantra, mm -hmm. but then they get to know Tantra mm. in a way. We don't name it Tantra. We don't call it Tantra. Mm -hmm. But it's, yeah, it's, it's just another way of dating because you get to know people through smell and touch mm. in the real one. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and you're blindfolded, right? Like, I had a little taste of this. <laughs> yes, New Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve, and it was so beautiful and touching and, and heartwarming. So I'd love it if you can just describe to people. I know they can't have the experience right now, mm. but it's nice to hear about it. Mm. So people are all blindfolded from the beginning, or how does it work? Yeah, they meet in separate rooms, men and women. Ah. And then they get, they get a little introduction about safe space and about boundaries and about respect you know like feeling into how far can I come how, how oh, far amazing. yeah it's like and non-verbal setting up boundaries actually also yeah. and then they go into the room they meet with blindfolds mm -hmm. and in the first round they can just meet with their hands oh wow and it's also so Ooh. wonderful to just see the people <laughs> how they meet you know some of them are like searching everywhere yeah, 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 and not yeah. finding each other <laughs> some of them are really soft and And then they go into a dialogue just with the hands. Oh, wow. And you have music playing. Yeah. So they yeah. really drop into their bodies. And yeah. What an amazing way yeah. to meet first mm -hmm. through the hands. Yeah. And it's like such a beautiful connection. Mm -hmm. I know in the uh, Taoist uh, Seven Veils, it's a, it's a thing where even as a couple, you meet in these levels. And the first level is with the hands. So you don't jump in and touch each other mm. other than touching each other's hands. And, and spending a lot of time there. And even couples who've been together for like 40 years, when they do this, they, they're sometimes brought to tears because they feel each other in such a beautiful level. So it's really great. How do they yeah, know? Like so if they, what if they fall in, you know, not fall in love, but have an amazing connection with somebody's hands, but they're blindfolded and, you know, they're never going to find them again. What, so... so What they about can. that? They can find them, uh, <laughs> their selves again because we are making notes. Mm -hmm. After every encounter, we ask, um, did you like it? Did you super like it yeah. or didn't you like it? So you can put up your hands. Ah, so then the other person doesn't even know if they liked it. Yeah. In the great. end, you just see, oh, <laughs> candidate red, I loved him. You know, And then <laughs> yeah. you can 
Then you can send us, the, you can tell us that you liked Candidate Red. Mm -hmm. And if he liked you as well, then there's a match. You match them. So, what a fantastic way to do it. Otherwise, you never find out yeah, yeah. if it's one-sided. How wonderful. Yeah. And so what else? So you have hands. You want to, I mean, I don't want you to give away all your trade no, secrets. No, I'm not giving away all. But <laughs> just a little hint here or there. Okay, it's the touch. It's the smell. I mean, this mm. is really important because if, if you mm -hmm. smell an arm, It can just, if you smell skin of another person, it just takes you back into whatever, childhood memory or mm. I think a smell doesn't lie. It's just yeah. like even you are attracted or not. It's so do you, so ask, you ask people don't wear like perfume or whatever? Before yeah, they, we do. Most Because that's yeah. a really big thing. I remember mm. someone telling me that if you don't like someone's natural smell, then you shouldn't really become lovers because it's so connected to your physicality. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We had a one woman who said um, in the end she sees that man yeah. and she sees, she thinks, oh, wow, he's so handsome. I want to meet him. Yeah. But then she looked at her notes and she saw that she doesn't like his smell. Mm. So then she said in the end to me, look, he's so handsome, but um, I, I didn't tick him because... Yeah. The chemistry is not there. It's basically yeah. chemistry. Yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah, it mm -hmm. is. I mean, it's also for if you... If you want to have children, it's the DNA you yeah. have to choose. It's, wow, it's really very deep. Yeah. The smell. Wow. So touch, smell. And, and eyes, ears, ears, yes. of course. We have questions. Mm. We have uh, beautiful questions that, you know, you can, you can hear the voice. Yeah. But also you can, uh, you can decide if you hear, if you like the content of mm -hmm what the other person yeah, is yeah, saying. Yeah, you've got double information. Yeah, yeah. If it's, yeah, or even more information yeah. also about where does he come from or mm. somehow what is his education mm. a little bit also yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or his uh, inspiration and imagination. You can find out a lot. Yeah. It's, it's interesting you talk about the voice because it's something, uh, maybe because I'm a singer, but I've often felt like you can most connect someone's soul through their voice. I really mm. feel it. And sometimes wow. when I spend time with someone I then kind of feel their voice in my head not like it's speaking but the like music playing and I connect to someone's soul through their voice very deeply oh, wow. yeah this is I, heard, I yeah. hear it the first time it's beautiful <laughs> it's I mean normally so big for me it's the eyes right yeah. you, the, the, the eyes, eyes to the soul of the, the windows to your soul yeah, yeah. maybe for a musician the it's voice. the voice and you know like uh the other day I, when I was leading a class I had people hum and are and listen and it's like I feel Oh, it's just mm. such a deep connection. It is. Such yeah, a deep connection. Yeah, you feel connected when two people or even more are singing and mm -hmm. then the vibration starts in yeah, between. That's the, that's exactly. the magic. It's vibrations. Uh -huh. it's, when I hear my partner's voice, when he leaves a message, I feel like I feel his heart directly. Yeah. And sometimes I, I have to listen twice because the first time I'm just listening to the music of his mm. voice and the richness and the heart pouring through and I didn't listen to a single word. <laughs> so beautiful. I listen again to hear the words. <laughs> that's beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I think it's a really important one. Good I'm idea. glad you cover that one. Mm. Yeah, we do. We do it actually um, in the beginning. Because we go after the medicine wheel, mm. we start with uh -huh. the kidneys, with the, the feeling safe, you know, ah. feeling grounded, feeling safe. That's why we start with talking yeah. and the ears. And, and yeah. also, it's something from the other world, mm. talking. We know it, mm -hmm. right? It's yeah, like right. It's transition. Mm -hmm. But we had like um, feedback of people that they said, 
but it takes a little bit away of the magic because then you know who is in the room. Yeah. After one round, when you meet everybody, yeah. it's just five and five or seven and seven. Yeah. We already did it with nine and nine, but that was all, almost too much right. to handle on one yeah, night. For these so live ones. It's really exclusive in mm. a way. It's not like Tinder where you can swipe through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's You've really, got to really have time yeah. to feel everyone. It's quality yeah. in a way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so sometimes you start with sound and sometimes not. Sometimes with touch. More, yeah, yeah, more mysterious. More mysterious with touch because then you really don't know anything. Mm. You're just having a... You're just holding on to hands and yeah. just feel into the quality of the touch. Mm. Mm. Wow. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's sensual speed dating, because you go through the senses and drop people into a lot more than just a mind in connection. Mm -hmm. So that's very tantric already. Yeah. And uh, the thing is, I'm listening to this and I'm thinking how delicious and yummy. And I'm sure everybody listening mm. and watching is thinking... I want that. But of course, we also are all aware, second thought comes along, that's probably not available in many places right now. Mm. <laughs> yeah. um, so let's talk about right now. Mm -hmm. So you're still going strong, right? Yes, we are. Actually, just <laughs> from the beginning when the lockdown started, somehow I met a friend and he told me about breakout rooms. And that was the beginning. Mm. Then I thought, oh, cool. So we can put the we can pair up we can pair them up in the breakout rooms and then they can have a dialogue there so for those who are listening who don't know that word ah. <laughs> breakout rooms is something on zoom probably everybody knows it by now but breakout room is this capacity to um, put people into a little space where they can meet one-on-one -on -one or in small groups and then come back to the big group so it gives us facilitators an extra tool when we're working online right Just yes Just the technicalities in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Normally I explain some kind of tantric technicality. <laughs> Now it's the Zoom technique. Yeah, so we got to know this, all, the, all the tools about Zoom and, and then we started to do it on Zoom. So basically you, you kind of took the inspiration from Tinder and these other things, but you infused all of the depth that you've gained from the central speed dating and, and from being a tantric teacher yeah. to, to start creating an online version. So what did you do? Like now you don't have the smell and the touch. So, you know, can you still, can we still meet a partner online and can we still have a meaningful, sometimes it's, you know, you meet them and you still can't meet up for a while. So can we create meaningful and fulfilling relationships online? Let's talk about that. I mean, to be really honest, my love language is touch. So I need really touch if mm -hmm. I want to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So, but... You can still have um, like touch through words in right. a way. I mean, you can still describe how you would like to get a massage, how mm -hmm. you love to get a massage. And you can describe how his fingers can run over your mm -hmm. hands and your arms and your neck. You can really describe that. And, yeah. and uh, it already also, I mean, perhaps it's more for women. I don't know. Yeah. Because... Um, there are some sayings that, that women uh, are, are more ear. They like to get stories through the ear and men like more the watching. But yeah. I, I don't know. But then we've got both of those yeah. online, right? Yeah, we can both. watch yeah. and, we can, and we can hear. So yeah. we've got that all covered. Well, so what you're doing now is you're mapping out how to, how to take the experiences that we can't have online and, and to create the equivalent online. Right? Yeah. And in the first round, you don't see each other. 
so you just, just like the blindfolds. Yeah, you just uh-huh. have the blindfolds ah. without putting on your camera. It's just the blindfold. That's amazing. And then in the second round, you can see each other also. Yeah. And, yeah. and you hear and see and you can interact. And, and there's more a humorous level to it as well. Like uh, play your favorite hobby in slow motion. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> the other one has to guess oh, what that's, it is. You know, that's fun. so good to bring fun and humor yeah. because I think we can get... One of the pitfalls is like trying to be too serious and, and pretend that we're something that we think the other person wants, right? Yes. Like oh, you, yes. You shared before. Oh, yes. That was also a pitfall in my dating. Like yeah. Trying to be the nice girl all the time. And also on Zoom, on, we say all the time, hey, you don't have to please anybody. Just please yourself. Mm. You have to please somebody. Please yourself, <laughs> but not somebody else. And just mm-hmm. do whatever make, gives you yourself some joy. And, yeah. yeah. So you're guiding people on many levels, not only the exercises, but you're also giving some coaching yeah. and guidance how to how to be authentic and stay in yourself, you know, how to mm-hmm. be real while you're meeting. So that's really valid. Mm-hmm. What about for women in particular? Like one thing that we know is that online, I mean, of course, offline as well, but online sometimes women feel harassed or, you know, like approached when they don't want what about boundaries with online do you have any advice for women who are online dating in whatever format how do they how do you stay safe what how do you deal with uh unwanted energies um actually we we seldomly get get unwanted energies with our men that come to Mm -hmm. essential speed dating but because you're holding it in a bigger container right yeah so yeah. yeah Somehow we get to know them in the beginning. We yeah. tell them in the beginning what is, yeah, it's about respect. And yeah. there's a human being sitting in front of the other camera and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But So you what, give a little coaching to everybody. Yeah, in the beginning we say a lot, a lot of things yeah. about, um, also in the in the real one, it's yeah, like just yeah. about respect and, and distance. and But then also, and the, there we coach the women especially, it's yeah. like if you feel harassed, Point it out just directly. Yeah. Say it and say that you see that you have been felt harassed, and, mm-hmm. and tell also the the person that harassed you that you feel harassed, and yeah. just give be the clear, feedback. give the yeah. feedback, and not just laugh it away and mm-hmm. don't say anything because it's also a learning for the other person. Yeah. Perhaps he yeah. didn't want to do it. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't aware of it or so. Or he's feeling or, nervous. Or he tried to play, <laughs> to play the boundaries, play with the boundaries mm. and find out. So just say that you see him there. Yeah. yeah. And that is, that's not for you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. be clear. So this is really great for, for women, I think on every level, like you say, not just online, mm-hmm. but to, to find out how to express boundaries and to say that was not okay with me or that didn't feel comfortable. Do you think you can express a boundary and still stay in connection? Is there a way to say that was too much, but I'm still open to connecting? Or is it better to just cut off the connection? Or hmm, Good question. I'm still working <laughs> on that personally because when I speak about boundaries, sometimes it's like too humorous yeah. and then the other person doesn't hear it it's uh-huh. like yeah yeah right. but you can still be in connection you can find a loving way in saying that you don't have to cut it mm, yeah but uh, you know with us on zoom it's just one minute yeah yeah yeah. it's one minute and then we take them out again on the or one and a half minutes yeah, yeah. so it's quick yeah and then in the end we do a bar an imaginary bar, a virtual bar. So ah. we go and have drinks. We have even more breakout rooms. And then they make, make, as they meet the three of them or four of them. So they can also look 
how is the, are the social skills of yeah. the other person? Ah. It's very interesting. So then, how does that work? Then they just pick who they chat to or... Yeah, they pick. We normally have one room that is empty, then they, there they can go and have another okay. another blind date yeah, or another yeah, yeah, single yeah. date. <laughs> and the other rooms are with three or four people, mm-hmm. and then they can write to us, hey, please, I want to go into the room where where candidate Red Firebird is. <laughs> <laughs> they always, always have a color and a fantasy name. Okay, there. great. So already the name already also Yeah, I think says Red Firebird, that yeah. could be me or you. <laughs> Definitely an Aries uh, woman. Yeah, Red Volcano <laughs> Firebird. <laughs> oh, that's really... Well, so they never find out each other's real name or that would be like after the event? That's afterwards, yeah. right? If we do the matching yeah, so and stuff, kind of then too. they just get they get the first name, like Michael Red Firebird. Yeah, so. yeah. And then his email. Yeah. And we do it like ah, that. Ah, mm-hmm. that's so great. Mm-hmm. So outside of your essential speed dating, I think it's a different world, isn't it? And um, hopefully people will come and join your online dating, although there's a limit, as you say, as you keep it quality. But uh, so many people, I think, are probably even new to online dating, but are looking for connections. So, um, you know, like how, like, for example, it's not always something sexual you want. Uh, Sometimes you just want to have good conversation. Um, Do do you think it's important to be clear what you want or to look in certain places? Do you have advice on how to find the right connection and not end up in the wrong place? So to come or not to come? To be part of it? Well, or? I don't know. I just imagine I'm in lockdown and I really mm-hmm. want friendship. Or I'm in lockdown, I want to have a sexy conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. It's very different, right? But you don't want to... So you want to have a sexy conversation, but you don't, you're not looking for a partner. Yeah. Or, yeah. or maybe I'm looking for a partner. or Like, there's so many different things we can look for. Yeah. And, and I think that's important, right? To make sure you know what you're looking for first, and then you can express it. And also looking in different places or... You know, do you do you think this is an important factor, or do you think it's good to be more general and just see who you meet? I would say you can just be more general and and be curious about the experience, mm-hmm. what you who you meet, and and what what stories you will hear. What, uh-huh. what will you take out of it? It's like a treasure box. Yeah, you will take out something out of it anyway. You see where it unfolds. Yes, and I mean, if you have seven and seven. We say to the people, hey, it's not, uh, perhaps your your dream partner will yeah. not be there. You can go on to Tinder and then you have 40 in in two minutes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> They're really quick in swiping. But yeah, you can also come for just connecting and then be honest and say, look, tonight I didn't want to match anybody. And yeah. Right. So you can come and receive whatever you need. Yes. And play. Yeah. I mean, you can, there's place for you also to create. Mm-hmm. We give the questions, but you can still create your own. Yeah. Your own thing. experience. Mm-hmm. So I imagine also, of course, if people come to your event, they're more tantrically orientated, even though you're not using the term tantric, although we are when we invite you mm-hmm. in. But then people who are looking for a deeper experience are going to gravitate towards what you do anyway. Mm-hmm. So I think that's automatically creating a feel. That's what I meant. You know, like I think if I just wanted something sexual, I would go on Tinder. If I want something uh, more more spiritual and rewarding, mm-hmm. I would come and, and join your event. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's, it's, it's unlikely that you'll randomly find someone on Tinder who also wants to go in that direction. Yeah, a bit right. Deeper. So yeah, yeah. I think that's that's important for people to be aware of mm-hmm. that when you when you want connection, 
the spaces in which you go into are actually going to facilitate a different experience. So there may be people who've tried Tinder or something else. I mean, we keep mentioning Tinder, but they've tried some <laughs> online dating and it didn't work out for them. But maybe they need to keep trying different spaces till they find what really works for them. Yeah, and also there, I mean, it doesn't matter which platform you meet somebody, actually. When you go on your first date or you have your first conversation on Zoom nowadays, it's about creating, asking mm -hmm. questions. I mean, mm -hmm. what am I curious about? What do I want to hear? You, you create mm -hmm. your own conversation after that your so own you're also in a way you're also training people when people come on your events they're also being trained in how to create fulfilling experiences right somehow yes because yeah. you're you're setting that up for them and then they, they get inspiration yeah how to meet in a different way yeah yeah so it's like a facilitation really mm-hmm Through the questions, I think, mm. most of them. Yeah. The 36 questions, but if we invented new one. It's yeah. not the 36 questions. Yeah, yeah. We have other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'm sure if you've done 190 events, you're, um, you're constantly <laughs> learning which ones work the best, right? Yes, and it's so beautiful in the, in the space, in the real space, to see people giving answers and seeing the smiles on their faces mm. and sometimes you go a little bit closer to listen <laughs> what they are saying but we can't do it on on yeah, zoom yeah, yeah, on yeah, zoom yeah. we don't hear what they yeah. are saying so they're but you get to feel them when they come back oh yes it's so beautiful <laughs> when they are giggling and coming back into the main space like hey, hey, hey. and we always have to say switch the camera off please switch yeah, the camera yeah, off yeah, 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 yeah. because yeah. in the main space it would be a spoiler if you already yeah. see everybody and yeah so they yeah. see each other in the end in the bar yeah and they see everyone ah, when they meet them yeah, at yeah. certain times yeah wow so it's a lot of you're, you're really creating the technology mm. to facilitate the depth the deepest experience that you can possibly create for people yes, <laughs> yes. the blend of the tantra experience and the technology oh, know-how yes, yes. <laughs> which totally. is what we all need in this day and age yeah. we ha also have another format coming up actually mm -hmm. and there we just open up the space so they have seven minutes to mm -hmm. meet Mm. And they can create it on on their own. Mm -hmm. So it's for people who already did one with us. Right. And then they can, you know, if they want to have more openness yeah. and, and not so guided. Not yeah. So, yeah. Because I feel in Switzerland, people like to be guided. They yeah. need sometimes this this uh, container. Yeah. What is, yeah, just to be, have a, yeah, gu yeah. a guideline. It's not only Switzerland. Yeah. Inspiration <laughs> yeah. in a way. Absolutely. Uh -huh. I mean, that's why Tantra workshops are so great. You know, like you could read a book and learn the practices, but actually when you yeah. go and you have held space, yeah. I go to Tantra workshops, even though I teach them, I go to other people's Tantra workshops. So someone else is guiding me, look into your partner's eyes, take a deep breath together, whatever we're doing. I want someone else to guide me through that experience yeah. because then I'm held and we're held together. And it's always deeper than if it's just us two, you know, two people trying to do it on our own, you know? Yeah, it is. I think so, it's I mean, really valuable. Or it's also the group field. Yeah. And you feel the group field also on Zoom. Mm. Somehow it's also there, you yeah. know, it holds everything. And it's so important to yeah. still connect yeah. in this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel it also when I do yoga on my own. Yeah. I'd rather do yoga with an online teacher than do my own yoga because yeah. it's nice to have someone to say to me, okay, seven minutes shavasana. Yeah. Then I can really <laughs> let go. And if I'm not, if I, then I think already, 
oh, I have to do this and that, mm. and I don't let myself go into a deeper mm. space. So it's so true. So Beautiful. facilitation enables enables us all to go into a deeper space. Yeah. And so that's basically what you're offering, or you know, other people like you creating these spaces is here come here and we will hold you and we will guide you so that you can have a deeper experience yeah. than you would just have if you called each other randomly yeah it's like surrendering <laughs> into into that time into that container of mm. that time yeah mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. have you had any big relationships out of your 190 events <laughs> you know what there's really the, you won't believe it but there's one baby came out of, That's of essential speed dating wow but we're not allowed to call it the essential speed dating baby because no? of, yeah no it's such a wonderful way to yeah. be born i think yeah. it's got a great destiny yeah and we this know child. that because it's a friend of ours and she just split up with her other boyfriend uh-huh. and then she came to assist but then there was uh-huh. one lady that didn't show up so we put <gasps> her inside and she, she met this wonderful man. And Amazing. Now, and now it's half, half a year old baby. Wow. Yeah. So essential speed dating has a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and relationships, do you hear feedback from people? And Normally we just hear feedback if we meet them somewhere. You mm-hmm. know, if we go out and we meet them and then they talk to us and yeah, they yeah. tell us... we. We keep writing newsletters like tell us our story, tell yeah, us your yeah, yeah. story, and and uh, I also start writing. Hey, can you write us again in three months? Yeah, what is happening? What is going on in your life? Yeah, but then they don't write, oh. so it's a bit we have to keep track of that. Bump better. Into them. Yeah, I have to bump into them. I think it's a vulnerable. Of course, it's vulnerable for people to feel like they're under the magnifying glass. You know, the topic yeah. of relating. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's a sensitive. Uh, sensitive topic but uh, nice that you bump into people as well Mm, (laughs) and of course like you say sometimes it's just the the beauty of having a magical experience one evening it doesn't have to go anywhere either right yes we say that as well it's like come if you're like curious and you want to experience that and Mm. it also gives a lot of energy that you can take back into your other dating worlds you know It, it, it encourages you yeah, doing yeah, normal yeah. dating and yeah. just meeting in a cafe or so. No, I really see that. I really mm-hmm. see how it's like training you to be better at uh, opening conversations and dating and intimacy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's about communication, yeah. and about uh, yeah, being curious about another person. Yeah. And just really receive what who is it? Mm. Who is that soul? And that's so rewarding to have meaningful interactions anyway, even yeah. if they don't go anywhere. And uh, if they do end up in babies, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> but it shouldn't be the big goal of everything because there's a lot of fun yeah. Yeah, next yeah. to the baby. <laughs> and sometimes when people are like too fixated on finding their soulmate, it gets in the way of seeing who's in front of them, right? I know. Projections. Oh, this is, I think, a big topic for many women. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then they think it's the love of their life because they're searching so hard yeah. or, yeah, it can get in the way. Well, women would like to have like a partner that really fits into something and mm-hmm. they have a really good... Like I did when I when I was writing to that guy and yeah. was I was telling in the beginning. Yeah. Like and then being disappointed because I couldn't at that moment I couldn't really receive who re- he really yeah. is, you know? Like mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've often shared that with people. I don't think it's a good idea to make a little list of exactly who you think is mm. your perfect partner, because you know nothing really. It's better 
to imagine how you want to feel. Yeah. Like I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel laughter. Mm-hmm. I want to feel love. And then be open to whatever form that comes in because yeah. it's rarely ever. And and I found like whenever I've gone for the man that ticks all the boxes, it's falls flat. And whenever I'm more focused on how I want to feel, that's the winner. Yeah. I even totally. shared that with my little nieces who are just starting to date, you know, young teenagers. And I said, you know, it doesn't really matter. It's not like if he's good looking or popular or whatever. It's mostly how you feel in his presence. Yeah. And if you feel relaxed, totally. that's the best. And if you feel like you can really be you, that's the best. Yeah, yeah. And when you go <laughs> on a date, you should check that out. Yeah. I mean, that's a big mistake many people do on a date. They try to behave like perfect. Yeah. I was like that. I was just trying to please and mm. then wondering to find out what my, my value is. Yeah. And, and it's so wonderful oh. if... If you can just really, you know, also play a little and, yeah. and see, will he be here if I do now that? If yeah. I would say, oh, what, how will he react? Or, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I found it very useful, like if I'm a, not totally massively vulnerable, uh, but just expose some vulnerability. I, that's the thing that matters to me is if I'm a bit vulnerable mm-hmm. with this man, how does he respond? Does he put me down? Does he make a joke? Does he get absent? Beautiful. Or does he yeah. look and hold space? That's so important to me. And so I try to share something, well, now I'm not dating, but when I was, (laughs) I would try and share something vulnerable, not like massively, because if he doesn't hold space well, it's going to feel awful. That's just something a little bit vulnerable to see how that is. And that's been so huge for me. I know there's some, like one thing I really dislike is when people, when you're vulnerable and people put you down, they start analyzing you. You share a bit of vulnerability. Mm. Oh, that's because you're like this and this and you should do this. It doesn't help. It doesn't help at all. Yeah, yeah. If I get that on a date, I'm like, ah, thank you for your advice. Thank you, bye. uh, uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's over. You know what? I need to go. I was was trying to explain that to, to my nieces in, you know, in a different language and, and I thought it's really about feeling authentic. I want to be me. Yeah. I want to be authentic. And so in whose presence, in whose company do mm-hmm. I feel the most authentic? I notice of my friends as well. Who do I laugh the most with? Who do I feel I can be me? Who do I feel I can be creative? I love those people, you know? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. <laughs> so I think these. this is really important thing yeah to look it's again for about the of, feeling actually how do i yeah. feel in his presence yeah and you know normally and that got so on my nerves all the time <laughs> you you're sitting at a date and then you you feel the facade you know that everybody shows them the, the chocolate side of yeah. themselves and it's like it's actually so boring you know? yeah and then you start you try to scratch it down in the way <laughs> She's in there a little bit. Yes, show me who you are. And then they're talking about their jobs and, you know, who they are, their identity. Yeah, yeah. but not, you know, what moves them and what they're passionate about and what makes them cry. Yeah, yeah, that would be a wonderful first question on a date. What makes you cry? Yeah. Wow. Much more interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And of course... That's what these facilitations are doing. It's a lot of showing off in the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's Mm -hmm. a tendency that we have when we're nervous. But it's just so counterproductive. Yeah. So counterproductive. And I think that's such a big mistake in relationships to go in trying to be the best self, best self. Because at some point it's going to crack and the worst self is going to come out. And that's like the shadow. (laughs) And suddenly it's like, oh, you're not who I thought you were. And, you know. After half a year. Oh, yeah, exactly. Something like that. It's just like, oh, this is who you are. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, better to get that out sooner or later or, on the table. Yeah, or this is how I am. Okay, wow, this is coming out now. I yeah, yeah, it's a shadow side. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens it in does. every relationship. It does. Much better to bring it sooner rather than yeah. later. Yeah. If you are aware of it, <laughs> sometimes it just comes out. It's like, oh, that's me. Okay. Ah, oh, well, that's relationships gift. Yeah. <laughs> If you're not aware of it yet, uh, <laughs> a relationship will help. Oh yes, oh yes. That's also such an interesting thing. If you. I know a lot of uh, yoga people and, and they are so, you know, um, complete on their own. Ah, I was like that yeah. as well, meditating a lot. And it was like, oh, I'm fine. You I know, don't I need can anyone. Go. It sent I, out that message. I don't need anyone. Yes. Or, mm -hmm. or I can go in any relationship and then I start a relationship and then I feel like, oh, my God. Okay. Mm. It's now it's now it's getting complicated. Mm. Now I have to show myself. Yeah, and it's yeah. not just all yeah and, pe and then those people like i know those yoga people who then sometimes feel oh i keep losing myself in relationships so i'm just going to stay alone yes. and doing my practice and, yes. and it's like it's not you can't integrate the two mm -hmm. yeah and that's what i love about tantra mm -hmm. is like by being vulnerable and exposing our shadows more we can still do yoga yeah yeah <laughs> and <laughs> not so serious and be yoga, real not only yeah. be like a spiritual person but also be human person that's, that's what it's all thing. about really yeah we don't want to get in a spiritual box because then we can't ever be in a relationship with anyone but god that's the thing it gets so lonely in <laughs> yeah. there and so boring as well and not very playful so, i think i love yeah. i love a relationship with god but i think that we came here to have relationships with humans mm. while we're here <laughs> i'm sure when we've gone uh. we'll have an endless relationship with god but it's nice to have the human touch as well <laughs> nice to experience both being yeah, in exactly. this uh, really nice meditative space and, yeah, and then integrated in uh -huh. and then also be in a relationship and mm. just talking about who is doing the washing up now and yeah stuff exactly. like that all of it mm -hmm. it's so that so resonates with me because i was really spiritual for a little while like i had that problem of like being too spiritual especially when i was like 20 19 wearing all white and meditating totally mm. um celibate but not even mm -hmm. looking at relationship mm -hmm. and thinking i was really fulfilled but i was mm -hmm. really dry mm -hmm. i was really not engaging in life actually mm -hmm. i wasn't tasting my food i wasn't looking at the flowers i just wasn't Aww. engaging in life i was just engaging in uh, the afterlife just up there everything, yeah, the energy yeah. luckily I fell in love in a satsang in a spiritual uh, gathering and, and realized you know that that's such a big part of the human experience so that's mm -hmm. why I started reaching for Tantra to learn mm -hmm. how to really integrate those and not run away from life yeah and, and you know to have both so I'm glad that you're doing that mm -hmm. online for people That's such cool. a good service. And I'm looking forward to hosting you, giving your gifts. And to wrap up, how about um, three or three top tips for people who are in the who are entering or in the online dating world? What would you advise them to get the most meaningful experience? Hmm. First of all, I think stay authentic. Mm -hmm. Be yourself and, and have joy out of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. Mm -hmm. Stay authentic. Yeah. That resonates. <laughs> Second one would be um, be curious. Mm. Yeah, just mm -hmm. listen also to the other person's um, what what the other the person that brings their gifts. Mm. What 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 is what is coming out of that treasure box mm. there? Taking every person as that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's seeing them, seeing them. That's yeah. a very good one. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, because we if people are too obsessed with how they're coming across, they don't even notice who they're talking to. Yeah, yeah, this is what happens to me a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And the third would be on the online dating. Mm. Yeah, stay centered also with yourself. Stay connected. Mm. Uh, breathe into your own heart, and mm. you don't have to please anyone. You know. Yeah. 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 Ah, that's mm-hmm. really great. So, like, pausing, taking a breath, making sure you're still connected in your own body. Oh yes, especially online. I think because you can get lost looking into a camera, right? And yeah. Actually, leave your body. I think even more than in person. Like in person, you might be touching, or yeah. But when you're online, you could so easily just get disembodied. So I think staying centered. And, yeah, and, staying and also you can you can get uh, you can look at yourself actually on Zoom all the yeah, time. Yeah. How do I look? And and then you're yeah. also not centered. Yeah, you're yeah, with, yeah, your, yeah. You're, you're with yourself, the energy is there, but not centered. not in the right way. Not in the right yeah. way. You yeah, yeah, feel yeah, yeah. your body and yeah. <laughs> yeah. feel the room you're in. Someone once told me uh, one of the ways to be authentic on Zoom is to hide the image of yourself when you're talking with people. Oh, cool. You can actually disable that or just move it or whatever. So you're really looking at the other person. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was very good advice. Yeah, that's really good advice. I, I think that could be number one as well. That could yeah. be one of the advices as well. Look at the other person. Yeah. Don't look at yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Thank you so much mm. for sharing your experiences and your wisdom and some of your great secrets mm. on this topic. Oh, pleasure. It was and such a lovely talk. Some Thank beautiful you. giggles as well. Mm-hmm. I noticed that in your company, I laugh a lot. <laughs> Thank you for that. I value that deeply. Oh, thank you. Oh, this is why I came here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode today and you will be able to experience Eleanor's uh, space holding and her whole experience on livetantra.com very soon because on the 29th of January we are going to be hosting her. She's going to lead her tantric speed dating um, for uh, for those who wish to join on livetantra.com. I will put the links together with uh, the podcast or you can uh, find those links on livetantra.com. See you there.